from the Lovecraftian light show of lament comes the mind-altering meteorite madness that is 2019's The Color Out of Space. When a family farm is the epicenter of a catastrophe of cosmic proportions, it's a race against non-linear time to find out and escape the oncoming horrors. When does mother-son bonding go too far? How many alpacas fused together does it take to make the perfect fleshy fright? And at what point in a time loop do you know you're screwed? I hope you haven't had any water from the well, you've got your wine and fresh mutated fruit picked out, and you have your grandpa's trinkets held tight, because we're about to explore the color out of space. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Welcome, Chuddle Club members, to a brand new meeting of the Chuddle the Pod Horror Movie Club. My name is Brian. I'm joined by my lovely co-occupants of the pod, oh, hey. Ross and oh. Sam. Today, we unleash the terror of the unknown as we discuss 2019's Color Out of Space, which as of right now is streaming on Shudder. And just in case you didn't know, we like to keep it spoiler-free up top, and we will let you know when the spoilers are presented. As you know, we are a movie club, and you club members are the heart and soul. So don't forget to jump into our Discord, the best place to continue this conversation with us, as well as other fans and past guests. You can also always follow Chuddle the Sam. Hey. Sup. <laughs> Sup. So, so, on Letterboxd for all his movie opinions and Ross Purvis. <laughs> Yes. Sup. On Instagram for a peek at all his artwork as well. And last but certainly not least, we have to thank our Patreon. We got a shout out to our coven of witches. Your sacrifice gives us life. And we thank your beautiful souls. Thank you. We indubitably do. We indeed do. And, you know, patrons just got Mm -hmm. that that bonus episodes coming out. They got a surprise bonus episode as well. So they're getting all that extra content. And that's what you're getting out of it over there. Sorry that was so scripted and to the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of information I had to get out there right away. Just let them all know right up top what's going on. It was good. Face. Was it good? It was good. What is it? Was mm-hmm. it fine? Oh, I know. I know. Okay, fine. That's um that's all that's all we have to get out of the way Ooh. there so that now we can get into the fun. Yeah, show, that's right. right. The mm. movie. The thing we're talking about tonight. We're going to jump into this like uh, well, half force. It's not full oh, force yet true. because we're leaving those spoilers out of it. Spoilers full will force be full spoilers. Force. Correct. Right? That's semi force. So, uh, we're doing now. Okay. Yeah, half yeah. Force. <laughs> give them a give them just yeah. the tip. <laughs> I promise. Spoiler-free tagline for you all. A secluded farm is struck by a strange meteorite, which has apocalyptic consequences for the family living there and possibly the world? Question mark? So, who made this film? It's based on a short by H.P. Lovecraft, mm-hmm. written and directed by Richard Stanley. And our key players, a few of them in our film, Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage is Nathan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jolie Richardson as Teresa. Madeline Arthur as Lavinia, Brendan Mayer as Benny, Julian Hilliard as Jack, Elliot Knight as Ward Phillips, and Tommy Chong as Ezra. Those are the kind of the big ones in their film here. We got other people showing up as well. I mean, Nick Cage, that's our our 
biggest the, name besides yeah. Tommy Chong. I mean, right. Oh, 100%. I mean, like this is a, uh, this is a classic role for Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. It was a perfect, absolutely perfect role for him. Yeah, it was, it was great. And he is, he's Cajun out. He's wilding out and I love it. Mm-hmm. And then like, as we said, based on HP Lovecraft, which I know Ross is a big, big fan Lovecraftian. Mm-hmm. And I am a, I can't think of a fun pun <laughs> to say that I don't know Lovecraft. No Craftian? Yeah, no Craftian. No Craftian. There you go. <laughs> that works. Cool. Yeah, I'm a no Craftian for sure. Uh, I, I know of the creations that he has brought forth, but beyond Yeah, that, I'm sort yeah, of similar. I've tried reading it a few times. It's very dense with the occasional bigoted statements. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right? <laughs> not for me. <laughs> yeah. Like again, yeah, it like the the ideas that came out of it. Great. Totally, yeah. I'll take that and leave you. Oh other yeah, stuff. no, there's right. some. Yeah, there's some ones that are like, oh, that's that's gonna be that's pretty, that's pretty problematic. Uh, the color out of space, though. Uh, I love the adapt how this was ad- adapted to a film based off of the actual short story. Mm-hmm. How well do you know it without you know saying much? Do you know the story that well? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty similar. Um, a lot of it is from the perspective of people visiting the farm than what actually transpires on the farm, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. So like cool. you're basically kind of like visitors to this place as it gets more and more demented. Mm-hmm. And like the film, which is kind of the reverse of that, where you're seeing it, the firsthand accounts of what's going on and then outsiders kind of coming in. Right. Gotcha. That sounds fun. So let's go ahead and uh, real quick. Good. Um, Richard Stanley, the director, he did a couple things that were successful, but then he was directing the Island of Dr. Moreau and like it went all crazy. And there's a whole documentary mm-hmm. about the making of Island of Dr. Moreau and how like crazy this director was. And once he got booted off and somebody else came on, he like went into the special effects and had somebody do him up like a creature. So he was actually like still on set while they were filming the rest of the movie. And, like, it is bonkers, oh this movie and this guy. I mean, that reads. Um, and I just had to get that out there about him before we moved on. <laughs> Check out sure. that documentary. Yeah, I think I have something mentioned about it in the uh, trivia. Okay. Gorometer. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Yes. It's time for the Fatality. So, Psycho to Sadness, one to ten. How gory is the film? What are you thinking, gentlemen? Ooh. I, gentlemen, if I may, I gave it. Okay. Um, I gave it cool. an eight. I gave it uh three for consistency, mm-hmm. and then a solid five for content. But I love body horror, so that's you know okay that's interesting sam do you have a seven is what i was gonna do i was gonna do four for intensity and three for consistency makes sense i went six i went three and three okay so yeah six seven eight i don't know where my mind was tonight it was seven right cosmic bra but well it's seven right down pretty gooey for sure yes Um, Mm -hmm. and gory as well i mean i think we're all you know it's in the same ballpark depends on how much it affected you split it down the middle means mine's right so we can move on (laughs) great 
I guess that works. I mean, we just come off the heels of watching Tokyo Gore Police. That's so. true. And what what's nice to from deviating from Tokyo Gore Police is that we have uh, our goo levels are pretty like you get this nice cadence, like you get insane, intense stuff, and then you get lulls. Mm-hmm. Where we can have a few lacerations, maybe a ditch or two missing, and then you get some really intense ones that kind of come up instead of just full throttle 10 that desensitizes you by the end of the movie very true so leads us into who is this horror for uh talking genre how to watch it and is it for beginners genre i mean straight up cosmic horror mm, cosmic sci-fi horror, horror yep body, body horror, horror all that kind all of that jazz all those three yeah 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 one you know and this is a fun one where i think that this one could totally be a beginner movie it's an intense beginner movie but i feel that you could i agree yeah because hmm. i think like if someone was like i'm interested in horror i don't think it would be outrageous to suggest this movie yeah it may not be the best suggestion but it would definitely pass as a suggestion for a first timer you know what i mean with having you know it's like oh you like nicholas cage well let me show you this horror movie that he was in interesting <laughs> i don't know if i would I'd say, yeah, a slightly past beginner, but like a beginner beginner, I'd probably want to show something more. I don't know. Cosmic horror in this aspect seems a little abstract in my mind that yeah. I don't want to like confuse a beginner in any sense mm-hmm. of like being like, that's I, what horror <laughs> if, <laughs> The fuck if, did I just watch? Uh, yeah, if that's the beginner true. is a sci-fi fan, this sure. be Okay, them. yeah. 100%. If they're making that leap, yeah. One, they have seen this, you know. Mm-hmm. theme played out before in much less gooey ways totally. <laughs> and then uh yeah so how to watch i think i'd say probably alone or a very small group is probably more effective than a hang for this one. yeah 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 it's not like a raucous thing it's mm-hmm. uh you want to be this is a good one like in the dark watching like as a scary movie you know what i mean totally Just get in there. Sure. i think you might lose some of the actual plot narrative uh in too much of a social setting i think this kind of deserves right. like a individual or like a close your close club friends to watch this mm-hmm. close club yeah if we were just having like a little a little shuttle a little shuttle out. yeah like a half shuttle this will be playing at shuttle fest because at Shuttlefest, all movies we've ever covered play simultaneously in different Ooh. rooms, and they're all themed. Um, that's Shuttle. That's Shuttlefest Five. By Shuttle the way. Five. It's gonna be when we have a bigger budget, mm-hmm. but um, this one will be a dark room. <laughs> that's small, so only a, an intimate one, shuttle. Oh, a small dark. Room. A small dark room. Small I figured this room. one would be just and just full of alpacas. <laughs> well, yeah, like yeah. Well, it'd be a blanket. Oh, maybe there we go, Packers. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's like a small room. A waveless waterbed. A waveless yeah. waterbed. Well, obviously, all furniture at Shuttlefest is waterbed. <laughs> of course, Shuttlefest five. <laughs> yeah. We need time exclusively. Exclusively, the final form. <laughs> the stage is a water? non-waveless water stage. <laughs> the water stage. <laughs> yeah, a water stage that. You mean just a pool? Like a, Oh, it's, cool. it's just no, a pool waveless no though. no you walk on it oh, you walk on okay. it but there's water in there because <laughs> they're gonna worship us oh, walking shit. on water oh, but that's only it. by five that happens after right. the tragedy of four mm. oh. we really had to put something hard into five to make people forget about Shadowfest four right 
but that's for so, another six, year. The whole is it Firefest? Fire. Is that Shuttle Firefest <laughs> Four? Shuttle Fest Four was Firefest. <laughs> we tried, <laughs> but then we had that. Yeah. Shuttle Fest Five, it and then Shuttle Fest Six, yeah. Shuttle Fest Sevens in space. It gets, <laughs> it's expensive. It gets expensive, but I mean, we can only go there with your help. So spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> all right that was a pretty that was, that, that was that was a pretty smooth landing right i got that's a great one <laughs> thanks who is this horror not for definitely not for metaphobes we get a vomit yeah, yeah metaphobes team. there is it's animal death animal, animal death, death child death i think there's if you're not into misery, misery <laughs> self-harm self-harm for sure self-harm. uh there is oh, man there is a lot of like light and photosensitivity stuff especially with like the tv segments oh, and sure. stuff yeah yeah i think that's i think that's, <laughs> that's that's a good goop sandwich for the nopes yeah definitely and then who picked it why our histories and everything i picked this one frankly because i hadn't seen it before awesome I've seen and be people hmm talk about it heard about it all that stuff but i wanted to pick something that i yeah going into fresh more or less yeah and i knew i was always wanted to watch it but i kind of always saved it to For use it yeah. in some aspect oh, okay. and a little bit of both like i wasn't i just didn't watch it and then also i was like i could probably save it to do here type of thing and then right. finally got i was like i'm just gonna fucking pick it yeah and do it. fuck it so that's that's it that's my history Great. let's go i uh, i don't have a history with it yeah i remember I, when it first came out yeah. but you've never you haven't you, you hadn't seen it since uh until this brought like until watching it for the show sam who me yeah yeah no i've never seen it kind of heard of it knew it was a Nicolas cage thing but didn't really know anything about it i i honestly i watched it probably like a maybe a week or two after it came out any hp lovecraft movie right. thing i'm fucking immediately in it like it may take i had me... assumed you saw it yeah, yeah relatively close to its release <laughs> <Totally. laughs> yeah because uh this was a weird one too especially like uh i've seen graphic novels interpretations of this story but i think this is the first film adaptation of this story mm-hmm. i believe um so i was re- sure. i was real pumped on it because it's it's definitely different than a lot of um lovecraft's writings especially with like this is just like a well this is more based upon like a centralized terror versus like eonic terror like you know from beyond and mm-hmm. you know well it's still from beyond it is. it's a from different. beyond terror centralized yes right yes localized localized ex- otherworldly <laughs> terror, terror coming to it, put that into subgenre if you're really into localized otherworldly <laughs> terror this is, this is this is your jam this is perfect for you yeah all right and then so so that's a great place to jump into spoilers so now all right here check this check this out check, check, check this check, out check, check it out check it you're gonna like this guys now would be a best time to pause this episode if we enticed you with this movie and check it out yourself if you haven't seen it yet because now is when we go full force going all the way in, punch it in into the spoiler zone <laughs> this Up, deep. elbow deep elbow deep elbow deep <laughs> shoulder deep shoulder deep 
We just got a wetsuit on. We're going shoulder deep. deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. That's we're, on. We're coming up with a boy band song. <laughs> we'll save this for later. That was then on Crazy Sexy QL. That was on whatever version ours <laughs> I, was. I don't remember how that even started. <laughs> so let's give you guys a brief recap. If you haven't, you know, seen the movie in a while, don't care and want to know anything about it. A family living in a remote farm in the Arkham countryside is rocked by a cosmic horror when a meteorite crashes onto their land. Strange and terrifying events begin to unfold as the family members experience increasingly bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. Cool <and> bizarre. <laughs> the cool bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> experience very cool bizarre <laughs> phenomena <laughs> god damn it strange and terrifying events begin to unfold as the family members experience increasingly bizarre phenomena including mutated animals and a surreal and nightmarish descent into madness the family consists of Nathan Gardner his wife Teresa and their three children Lavinia Benny and Jack each member of their family has their own personal struggles and conflicts, which are exasperated by the arrival of the alien presence. As the alien organism mutates and destroys the surrounding environment, the family begins to feel increasingly isolated and helpless. Nathan, a failed artist struggling to provide for his family, becomes increasingly erratic and unstable as he grapples with the otherworldly forces at work. Lavinia, a Wiccan practitioner attempts to use her knowledge of the occult to fight back against the alien presence. Benny, the middle child, is fascinated by the mutated animals and begins to develop an unusual connection to them. Jack, the youngest child, is haunted by surreal and terrifying visions. As the events become more and more surreal, the family members are forced to confront the incomprehensible nature of the universe and the fear of the unknown. The film's climactic scene, the family members are consumed by the alien presence, leading to a surreal and nightmarish finale that's the Done. movie there it is i hope you remembered it if you <laughs> behind the scenes real quick before we get into our six 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 questions for tonight uh this is kind of like a i think like nine or ten or something that i grabbed real quick sure uh in a q a with richard stanley he claimed that this film would be the first of a trilogy with a uh, dunwich horror adaptation coming Ooh. next but, uh, nonetheless, in March of 2021, the trilogy was canceled after Stanley was accused of domestic abuse by his former partner, partner Scarlett Amaris, and production company Spectrovision cut all relations with him. Oh, damn it. That's yeah. too bad that he's yeah. canceled. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> who, who, who would have thunk it based on you know that crazy story you told of him dressing up, <laughs> dressing up as a yeah. man animal to stay on his own set? Someone might be a control freak. The film marks the return of director Richard Stanley, who had not directed a feature film since being fired from the production of The Island of Dr. Moreau, and that was in 96. Isn't that amazing? Is, is how, th- tw- 20th? No. How many years later is it? 17 years later? Whatever it is. The It's amazing that he finally got his chance to like come back and fucked it up again like right after okay. making a movie <laughs> yeah jesus christ i mean i mean he's just a piece of shit and maybe yeah. there's a reason but amazing movie or we'll get to it <laughs> yeah well, well we'll get into the movie the movie was filmed in portugal with the production team transforming a farm into the garner's family homestead 
Uh, Cage has stated that he based his performance off the character's backstory, imagining Anthony Gardner as a failed artist who was once a hippie, had become disillusioned with the world. Uh, the film features practical effects rather than mit- and rather than relying on CGI. It kind of you know mixes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those lights completely real. There's a guy standing there with like, like a few different flashlights <laughs> swirling them. What the computer effect is? They take the guy out. They get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, he just he just has a bunch of LEDs on bull whips as he's just screaming, <laughs> running around, flailing. Oh my god, that'd be great. I'd love to see that version. And there's also you know actually what they really did was just open up a black hole portal yeah and summon the this. alien yeah. is real in this actually mm-hmm. that's why it's all real yeah practical demons monsters demons. Demon i wonder monsters what that audition space. process was like well they originally had unknown people cast first to yeah. see what would happen and obviously they <laughs> those people are still unknown for a reason so you're a uh, half asleep demigods living under the ocean okay well just here's the take we just need you to crawl out of this well real quick and just uh kind of just scream are you auditioning the demigod <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes uh, yeah, like you're a color but you're not a regular color <laughs> yeah it has to be can you give me more from outer space <laughs> Mm, perfect perfect no okay I'm, I'm, I'm on board with this the film features i just fucked stupid fucking idiot <laughs> film well received by critics and audiences with many praising its lovecraftian influences obviously surreal visuals and over-the-top performances um the movie was adapted from the short story by the same name which we said and the film score was composed by Colin Stetson, best known for his work on horror films such as Hereditary and The Vavitch. Oh, the wow. The score is praised for its eerie and otherworldly qualities. Mm-hmm. Damn, that boy's getting all those guys. Mm-hmm. He needs to do some Ty West, and he's got the, the three modern biggies. The movie's title refers to the strange and indescribable color that emanates from the alien presence, which is described in Lovecraft's original story as a blight of purple mm. mm-hmm. it's very purple blighty blight. purple blight right that's, there that's like a, blah <laughs> it's full of purple blight this movie it's, it's all right purple blights that brings us to our first six tight first six the arrival there we go i like that yeah these first six questions for us to get into the movie and just you know open it up so Open up the so pit and turn two step in. Let's go. Uh, okay. I mean, that's how we gotta. That's how we start in every meeting. Now we open up the pit. Let's open this pit up. All right. First and foremost, I do. I love the color out of space, as in the actual color. The light of purple. The light of purple is Great. so Absolutely. good in this because it's like this perfect pinkish purple hue. But it's all it, you know. What it gave me without like ripping it all. It was like a cousin of the etherical purple pink from like Ghostbusters, like that real ghosty weird, but like a better sure. version of that. I guess would be the best. Like it. Oh sure. It was yeah. The the way the I color see that. I see that is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've listened to our episode on Revealer, you know we're big fans of red and blue. Yeah lighting <laughs> neon lighting so when you put Wait, so you those see, together you give us a, a purple, purple light shit, <laughs> shit. done done I gotta yeah, no, I 
Oh, that was God. definitely good. Now, okay, so to <sighs> I don't know begin? where to start here. Where yeah. to begin? I think the best place is in. The, I don't know. Let's work away from beginning to endish, if that. Yeah, yeah. If we can, in any sort of aspect, I mean. Still, even going there because it's like, what part do I want to start with? Nick's cage in this is fantastic. Yeah, I want to say yes. Definitely. First off, over the top and great in every way, and sometimes has a really weird accent. He's got like yes. three different voices. He does. He th- there's and a he few hits things. The, the, the one. Of, I think it's one the of more psychotic voices. he gets. Like I think it's like as he yes. devolves it, into his psychosis, like he has family. But it'll snap back to regular too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like while. this completely. <laughs> It's wild. I love it. It's just such a different accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cadence he does with that voice is amazing. It's like, what does he say to his daughter? He's like, why don't you get the fuck out of here? Or no, oh, even better. I'll get the fuck out of here. Like, oh, yeah. That was super like weird. The, the timing wow. and Honestly, tone and... Teresa, too. Uh, was it uh, Jolie Richardson? Her getting unhinged was like, cage level for me where it's like it's very hard when you're with Nicolas Cage to stay neck and neck with him the entire movie uh-huh. uh, I think she did a great job because like she's unhinged in a completely different way like she's disassociating and like melting mm-hmm. away basically as he's getting more neurotic and like hostile I don't know I, I think they both played crazy in a in a really interesting way and also, like, I don't think either one outshadowed the other to me personally. Although Nicolas Cage's was like, yeah, I mean, to me, Nick Cage definitely went full Nick Cage in this. It was the perfect role for him to do that, even in the full Nick Cageiness of like the outlandish, over the top acting, but also the sort of drawn down regular. Because in the beginning, he does normal guy very well yeah um almost as if he knows he wants to have that crazy juxtaposition in the character mm-hmm. um because it's really after the meteor lands like it's not a perfect family but it's a happy family that's like living together and then after the meteor that's when everything starts the, totally. changing in small's ways the, f- but. the family dynamic in this movie is so Clearly, it's a giant web of stuff, and you can see the fray sticking out. Like, it's not a perfect thing right. by any means. So, like, you mm-hmm. you can tell that, like, obviously this is a cosmic catalyst, but very quickly does this thing tug and completely unravel the family dynamic, almost like overnight. Because well, sure. they just moved out to this ranch relatively recently. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can tell that the, the mother is very workaholic type oh, yeah there's no clients, there's no internet kind of fix the wi-fi yeah, yeah we don't that. really know what she does but that's okay it's like we just stocks know. or yeah, something like that to work but it seems like she's the stocks and bonds stocks and bonds <laughs> which seems like she's like the it's, it kind of gives the that she's like either the breadwinner or the main source of income for the family like she's stuck up in this desk in the attic trying to get as much wi-fi as possible as like nathan is kind of just procuring his alpacas milking them um drinking their milk you gotta be gentle with the boob <laughs> <laughs> i do like betty's character the son as the oldest son is kind of just like this i'm just gonna hide out in every nook and cranny and get stoned with ezra as much as possible 
Like he's just kind of like mentally checked out. Like I think the first scene when you see him, he's hiding in the barn just after smoke. Yeah, you see a mm-hmm. puff of smoke come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he steps out. <laughs> yeah, he's chilling with the dog. Yeah, I mean, the kids were okay. I mean, it, I liked uh, the kids, but particularly Lavinia, I liked her. I think. Yeah, Lavinia, I'd say that's what I was gonna Lavinia. say. She was probably my face. Yeah, face, my favorite. My face. Mm-hmm. Meet Lavinia. Just at a loss for words today. Right. She doesn't own the dress. You know that was gonna happen or something. No, I was ready for it. So good. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought, that, yeah, I thought, I thought the video was a, a really interesting character, um, especially the fact, like, giving her kind of the uh, Wiccan, also like reading on the Necronomicon and darker magic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting, and it added like a, a kind of a nod homage to the older works. I mean, like, I think even a certain part, you actually you it it zooms in on a copy like a paperback copy of the necronomicon it does oh, yeah all right like I, I, it pans I own that over book it. Yeah. i own that like yeah yeah that, copy that version it. that copy yeah totally it's the one you would buy i do like um when he went to go buy a necronomicon at barnes and noble and i do like that um ward phillips is kind of our nice like he's almost i mean he is our narrator in the beginning of the movie and he's like basically the one kind of telling this tale but i do like the mm-hmm. fact how Ward's character weaves himself in and out of all of these situations. Um, so, like, I did like the intro, yeah. of just him meeting her and her casting the spell. And I thought she was going to be from a witch family, not just like a teenager who's like, "I'm a witch." Yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> with a pedigree, yeah, pedigree yeah. tattoo on the top of your. But foot. something with the her and the horse and the way it was shot and everything, it almost reminded me of like. It's giving me vibes of like an 80s fantasy movie. I was, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was it did feel it. very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her costume design that she was wearing yeah. at the time and all of it felt very much so. I got that vibe from it. So I was like, where are we going with this? Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really like uh, uh, Tommy Chong's character, Ezra, in the fact of like, he's like this weird shaman. But if like, I love, especially second watch watching this. And then third watch watching this is that all of Ezra's dialogue is a direct breakdown of the entire narrative of the film, especially towards of what's happening, of what's happening mm-hmm. like verbatim. <laughs> and the first, like, I guess the first time watching, it, I was like, oh, man, it's kind of trippy. And the second time, I'm like, oh, this is a play for play. And then by the time the third, I was like, oh, wow, everything he's saying is about everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And do you have a... Sorry, do you have an example? <laughs> um, there's a really good one. I mean, realistically, I just didn't notice it. I, I'm um, he okay. So in the beginning, like you kind of get a hint of it because when you first meet Ezra, he knows exactly who uh, Ward Phillips is, knows exactly what his job is, without ever uh-huh. meeting him or anything like that. Obviously, you see him have like surveillance and stuff like that. But the big yeah, who one, is he? Who is he? He's though? a squatter. Yeah, they're, squatter. They're like, Does anybody else live here? He's like. Uh, we got a squatter who's been on the property, but that's what you, he said. I didn't hear. What I was he like, said "Can you do that? How like, does what? squatters' rights work? I could just go live on somebody's property and be just, like, hey, I'm a squatter. Here. Don't even worry about me.' Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So he's just a dude that's just living out there, just with living all out there, dude. Cameras. Yeah, he's got like. Yeah, he just put together his own like 
place to, to live. And he's basically. got like the, okay. the mic okay. that's like in the, the ground, like he's like hearing the water tablet or like underneath mm-hmm. everything for underneath him. No, okay. So the big the big pull away is when they discover his body towards the latter end of the film, and the narration that's going on before is explaining everything that's going on. And even the, the even what well, he says before well, that, he, he was like the outside is inside, like they're here. You know at I mean? that point, he's like a voice for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the part where we see him dead or whatever it is at that point. But yeah, we do no, get the part where... like a prophet character, yeah. for sure. But yeah, yeah, at the point where he's like talking about, he's like, you don't hear the voices coming from the people, the people under the ground or whatever he says. It's like, outside is inside, up is down, left is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cats yeah. and dogs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, no, he was, he was definitely great. In terms of like the scenes realistically oh man the first one that comes to my mind <laughs> is okay meteors crash down weird shit starts happening it turns out drinking the water somehow uh you know ex- speeds up the process of this alien creature thing taking over and consuming maybe or whatever there's mm-hmm. water tied into aliens it. in the water he's in the water table yeah he's, he's changing everything shit it, changing all it, over the it, place it. And then eventually we get our alpacas to form mega, mega alpaca, Voltron. mega alpaca, Voltron, Voltron alpaca. alpaca, king king alpaca. Yeah, it's like a king. Rat. Yes. Yeah. Or yes, alpaca exactly. king. Alpaca king. Is it rat king or king rat, rat king? Rat king. Rat king. Alpaca king. Yeah. Yeah, an alpaca king. You know, and I was also that too. The, the alpaca, the alpaca king in the barn, just like the gooiness. I'm like, this is sad slither. Or yeah, well, and the the nature the of the creature itself yeah. too, like it's coming yeah. to this other world and infecting and sort of taking everything. Even when we get that, yeah, that flashback and, thing. Or... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the planet that it's from. Well, what's weird about this creature in comparison to, uh, say, like the Slither creature and stuff like that, is that when you have like Alp- Alpaca King, or um, later on the movie, uh. uh jack Teresa, like you have these king jack Teresa king, king is that like in <laughs> slither it's one entity consuming and then like it's all different parts of this whole thing and in mm-hmm. this this creature bends time space and matter and so mm-hmm. like just being around this thing is causing like irreparable like damage radiates it things. radiates so yeah. like it's basically the alpacas fused in together and they're just in monumental pain and suffering mm-hmm. indefinitely and it's like I don't it's like a five-headed turtle yes yeah. yes just kill, kill me yes. I, like or again we get return of turtles turtles dude. <laughs> oh my gosh dude mega ultra turtle that just says daddy the entire time is like horrifying that is fucking yeah, horrifying. There's some sad, like I like a, yeah, sad slither. I mean, the same basic premise, and but it's just I didn't turtles. expect the whole family to die. I'll say that now. Right. Yeah. So and okay. The way it so was done. so we got Alpaca King. Uh, mm-hmm. So Nick Cage comes in there and decides I'm just gonna shotgun them all. Yeah. And that was gooey. Nonetheless. Very gooey. gooey. But I mean, we get the, the second fucking... watch. It played more comedic to me than it did the first time. Yes. First time yes. I was like <laughs> silence of the alpacas. The second time I was like, yeah. But I mean, so we see, we get these constant views of whatever this entity is, because mm-hmm. we get creature vision, don't we? 
Isn't that what? Uh, yeah, uh, we do get a little times. bit. Of, yeah. yeah. So it seems to be some sort of. At first, you think like something. that bug is going to turn into something or infect no, no, something. No. Oh, that praying mantis. That's just a cute thing? little thing. No, we'll just see it again at the end to be like, wait, so it's okay, still, now I really don't get it. It's still here. <laughs> well, it's weird because like uh, I think it's one of the characters describes it. I don't know if it was Ezra, but it talks about like how this thing is literally plants itself and is terraforming its own environment around itself. Mm-hmm. So like it's affecting obviously those like. The flowers things grow in the flowers. flowers the big tomatoes, oh my god! The, the whole fruit scene, with the tomato and peaches scene with Nicolas Cage, as she's complaining about having no Wi-Fi and fixing the dishes stuff, and he's just taking bites, spitting it out, and then he just like the slam dunk, <laughs> top crazy, crazy, yeah. erratic, over the top. I also find Perfect. it really, I find it really interesting that both Teresa's character and Nathan's character when they start going crazy one of the first signs of is them being absolute fucking assholes to lavinia their daughter like terrible terrible Mm -hmm. like the first time Teresa starts like acting fucking weird basically like is insinuating like how your daughter's dressing and like of course you're hitting on him and like basically slut shaming being her daughter to her face which causes like an emotional breakdown and then obviously nick cage is one where he's just like screaming well and that's the thing before that lands like they have issues but they never say anything like everyone's still like a nice loving family yeah there's like right yeah there's nothing like no sense of tension between them like true tension until post totally uh, i do do like when it's like how you mentioned that almost like there are threads of a nice family poking out and then the color landed and started pulling those threads just every single one of them and just unravels this entire family but it's all right i like (laughs) blanket out of space blanket out of space um when the when the the initial uh uh color lands on the property like this is the first time like what nathan and Teresa are like being intimate for the first time because she has had cancer and it seems like she's had it's after first time after surgery they've been like six months or something like that um and then like all the other obviously like kids i think benny's getting stoned all that other kind of crazy shit happening and then that weird scene where jack's awake in the hallway when the thing lands and like mind eviscerates him that crazy mm-hmm. scene where his whole face like that whole cinematic shot of his whole face like whiting out as he's screaming was fucking awesome this is a beautiful movie i mm-hmm. love the way it shot the aesthetics the the slow adding of the color through everything as it goes on i i love the look of this movie mm-hmm. i think that what i yeah. what i really admire about what the perspective of, especially when reading the book, is that having what's going on as a PO, not POV, but like you're in with the family, is that like you do get disoriented because like it is warping time and space. So when mm-hmm. Benny and Lavinia are together and like Benny has put away the alpacas like three separate times and like Lavinia is having these weird blackout moments when she's cleaning up the blood from when Teresa zoned out and she lobbed off two of her fingers. 
So she has to be rushed Dinner's to the hospital. Ready. Dinner's ready and like just mangled <laughs> like hand. Two fingers lopped off. Oh my god. So like they have to get like jutted out. So like the kids are basically to their own devices, but this thing is now has a full hold over oh man. I love the sound of the phone calls when they were trying to get a hold of each other and it was jumbled and it was sort of like maybe you were hearing them respond, but not and maybe there was other sounds coming in. The sound design on those calls was awesome. It's wild too, because I, I I mean I could be totally wrong on this. I feel like some of the that static is audio happening later on in the movie like some of it sounds like some like weird mm. crazy breakdown stuff that um it very well uh, could be because it's definitely doing. like when she's talking to nathan or calling him yes and it's all staticky he's screaming. there's a garbled like screaming at her of i don't know if it's directly something from the movie but yeah i think right. it's all definitely part of that and the the time distortion and you know messing around certainly would lend to that theory oh totally and then like being as um i mean you you still kind of know what's going on but you're still as disoriented as betty and lavinia for a few of these scenes especially like even the hallway scenes are fucking weird to me because like by the second or third watch through like uh lavinia will be kind of crossing to a hallway and you can see light coming through a window when it's a night scene and then, like, the, by the time yes. she heads oh, out, yeah, again, the way it's day, it's night again, and you're like, "What the fuck?" The is way going? night and day and lighting in each of those starts to like devolve as it goes. Yeah. You're like, "Wait, was that shot just nighttime or not? And where are they now? It looks like it's day, but is it night?" Yeah, it's um, super disorienting and almost confusing. But then it's like it kind of. I mean, it does make sense. Hundred percent. Yeah, scheme of what it is, and I think what's super horrific i mean obviously the visual effects and the monsters in this are fucking top notch the real i think one of the most terrifying scenes for me is when lavinia and benny are sitting down and they realize that they're stuck in this weird fucked up time loop warp and I, they do and they do they're there's more than likely they're not getting out of it we're like i think they had tried before i think this is when um, I mean, we can just get to it. Like t- when t- Teresa just out of the hospital grabs Jack, the youngest boy, and then this cosmic thing comes out and physically melts their bodies together back to back. So like Teresa is all fucked up, barely able to talk. She's like lapping water out of a bowl like a dog. Mm-hmm. And then on the back yes. end is just a gnarled hand and then Jack's distorted, bloated face with like half of his body just lights of purple shining through his like head and the only thing that he's communicating is whimpering and saying daddy the entire time yeah this thing is like the saddest version of a dragging and making sad yeah it's just constant noises like that they bring him upstairs and there's like a scene they're all having dialogue talking and the whole time in the background is just like oh my god but i'm laughing to help myself not feel so like horrendous about like how yeah. that scene is it's fucking awful but it's like, like it's so, sure. it's so yeah. heavy and it's so bad because you're just feel like you're like there is no good solution for this and like nicholas cage's thing where he walks in he's like i'm gonna take care of this after alpaca massacre 
You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just like, like it's the Benny's like, like you took care of the alpaca. Yeah, like, just get out of here. Just get out of here. And Benny's like, love you, Dad. Love you too, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you think like, he's gonna take her out, but he kisses her, and it's the gooeyest kiss. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, it's so sloppy, sloppy. Going yeah, between oh, I just wanted more of it. Yeah, just and continue that. Please. I think this is the point too, Hello. where like Nathan is goo freak. Oh, dude, a goo. Hey man, I'm on brand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the dude, the lip leak that comes out of the, this turtle is so gross uh but it's yeah, also the it's scene like, where nathan completely loses his mind like that is when he mm, snaps absolutely yeah, completely um but in kind of a weird churtle 180 is that when lavinia gets thrown back in the room by nathan because they need to have family time and talk this out um mm, mm-hmm. the Teresa uh jack monster now is mobile her head is elongated like Henrietta's from Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And is just I get that. curdling through and like <laughs> and like all the but just like all that fucking rage and just like anger towards her daughter is like coming out palatable. And then being like, I'm hungry and like <laughs> And the goo, like she was like covering her in saliva, like gooey. Oh yeah. Dude, I was thinking was it was so gross. I was... And the thing Nicholas Cage picked up in the shower that was the like jellyfish the gel. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was gooey. A little goo buddy. So goo. Oh, that's a goo buddy. <laughs> a little goo buddy. And then it'll go to a scene of like some other shit happening with the alpacas. And Nick Cage will be like, do you have any idea how much those animals cost us? They're alpacas. Alpacas. <laughs> alpacas. <laughs> I love those alpacas. <laughs> the voice uh, he used when he had gone full uh, insane at the end, like totally lost touch with reality where he's like, I'm kind of talking like this now. He's just like scratching his arms and he does the weird itch on the side of his face and nose. uh, Because he's he's also hammered. Because he's just been drinking bourbon the entire time. He's been. And he was shot. And he was. uh, This is before he got shot. Oh, not yet shot? Yeah, this is before he got. This is like. This is when when, uh, Ward and the sheriff show up. Yeah. Dude, the sheriff getting uh going after uh, after Ezra's place. The scene, okay, so there's a few of these lead up scenes when uh Lavinia tries getting on her horse to get the fuck out, and the horse freaks and gets spooked and then runs. The scene of the horse going by the cop car coming out of the mist was so fucking cool. Um, but then uh Sheriff Pierce when he gets sucked up by the tree line. Mm. Yeah, I love that. That one, awesome. Actually, the first time I watched it, that one got me because I was thinking of like ground creek critters. I was not thinking of like the actual woods themselves sucking up and Absolutely. eating things. Oh. And I wasn't even expecting that to have been what it was necessarily. I was like, "What was that?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's the tree." Well, you're definitely fucked now. Like hundred percent. Right after that, as he's as Ward's running back, it starts looking incredible. The way the colors worked into everything, and like some of the trees are almost like pulsing with it inside it. I yeah. I, the the more spun out everything gets at the end. Yes. Oh, it's that I, dude. It's wild. It. <laughs> and just like oh, man, like Visually. the idea of like a cosmic infection is just such a weird thing because it's like because this thing is in the well in that weird orb thing that's like pulsating and then it burbles up 
the uh burbles. 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 Robo bear burbles. Robo bear burbles. Uh that uh praying mantis at first and then just all of the fucking flowers and stuff. And then just the fact that like it's turning the trees hostile. I'm just picturing an entire cause they talk about in the beginning of the movie how dense this wood is mm-hmm. and how it's always been cursed. Some of the brooklets that have never seen light before. Yeah. Like oh god, just picturing like what a horrible breeding ground for such a creepy critter to just like diffuse into so the 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 beginning the narration in the beginning talks about this place always being talked about as like this like cursed evil place yeah why (laughs) 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 cool why (laughs) like how so that doesn't fit with like the the, the I guess w- that doesn't make sense to me with to, the event that happens there because to, it doesn't I'd seem like that event's happened there before, and it's not being like well, it seems like this event. I have to double check with the narrative because I mean, what's weird about Lovecraft's writing is that like it all cross because it's all in the same universe. So like the Dunwich right. Har- like in the movie like Dunwich is just like north of where this farm is and there's like the Dunwich Har there's Innsmouth there's Arkham which has is like the city with the actual like so maybe you know, that's what's in university. reference to I thought yeah it was, it's like I, I think because there's the um oh my god this see this region. is all the Lovecraft fans are gonna fucking probably rip me apart for this um but there's like do the it. do rip it them apart. just eviscerate me because like I mean like thing. there's also like the legends of the black goat and like there's other weird demigods that are like all throughout this entire fake area so like mm-hmm. and a lot of them some of them do happen in the woods and like it i would assume it's partially other stories but like it has nothing to pertain about this because it's just like a one-off incident that happens i was just thinking evil woods like attract bad things and yes this was a bad thing that it attracted oh that's true yeah it's like uh evil woods attract bad things the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> cinema the movie I like it. Uh, I do. Okay, so like, obviously, we get to like the, for... <laughs> the big crescendo at the end, like when like the family gets absolved. Like Lavinia basically like succumbs to this entity and like dissolves like right in front of Ward. Like we have the reanimated corpse of Nathan at the end mm-hmm. of this, which is fucking wild. But okay, the the, the very end where you have like we have the cyclone the, of the color that kind of comes up. And then the big explosion because he's in the wine cellar. I absolutely loved that the radius of this entire thing after it leaves completely devoids of all color. Like it's just mm-hmm. solid, stark white. Like I thought that was such a fucking burnt. cool. It's but not, but it's like it's burnt. It's but ash, like, right? It's all. It it's looks like, like ash. But it's like, but I just love that idea of just completely devoid of any color because of how colorful this entity was. I don't know. I got it as like almost like an artistic choice of just like it's just there's just nothing. Oh sure, well yeah, it's just stark contrast for sure. The so the entity I don't really understand. It just lands places until it burns out, unless but it leaves a little locust thing to fly around twenty years later or something. <laughs> it's it's the only sort of hang up I have on the whole experience well okay so there's there's a few little i guess points that i have to but one thing i do love is when the entity kind of really overtakes shit what's her name lavinia Mm -hmm. and she's all like glowing inside and everything when the entity overtakes 
awesome yes. thought that looked great and then that's when Same. she like shoots out the projection of like what this thing has done before mm-hmm. into ward whatever philip flanagan mm-hmm. ward phillips ward i think phillips ward phillips yeah so she projects that in and then that's when we almost kind of see like these weird slithery things slithering around all over this fucking world mm-hmm. or whatever the hell's going on over there very slither planet climbing up a mountain type thing great and then she gets absorbed by the entity which that was all awesome and then this whole scene i thought was really fucking cool of him and it was like um, like the delayed look yes like, like it's like an his essence body through time yeah. like his yeah the image oh i love pulled yeah. all around like there's a point where it falls and like you see like his fall image and then he's still running off yeah. into some other and it's that's like what trails. leads him into the cellar trails and all that shit and almost like video glitches it looks like yeah that was all done and really really well it, the way the wine bottles were exploding next to him yeah. and that style looked very cool <laughs> awesome yeah i thought so too and i think then that's like so it was either right then or right before then when nick cage's character gets shot it feels like the entity isn't it like crawling out of the well or something yeah and doesn't it retract yes. back in it's got like light uh tentacles yes because sure. it starts coming out coming and they're out. like observing it, it and like Lavinia and him are like kind of observing and he's about to shoot the entity but the sheriff behind him thinks he's about to shoot um, uh, Lavinia Ward. or Ward and then basically just mm-hmm. gets shot in the back but like and then when that happens the entity like re- retracts in absolutely yes yeah. so I don't know just more to how it I, all works why, how it all works why did it do that i don't know why would it be a scared of something if it seems to be as powerful as it is i don't know that that was one little thing yeah it's weird it's it's as chaotic as like i don't know i mean like the whole it's almost like rolling chaos like i always i pictured it as like it's an entity but everything that it it's around on this planet or on this uh, plane of existence it just warps and corrupts everything around it so like Mm-hmm. you don't i see i never feel like because i think they bring it up in dialogue it's supposed to be like a messenger of something i don't know it's i think it's one of, in one of lavinia's uh spiels towards the end of the movie but like it's supposed to be like a hairbringer of like doom and cosmic destruction and shit but like i feel like this is like the worst version of mothman in the fact of like it's a creature but even if it's like here for like peace love and unity the second it gets towards you <laughs> it just melts you Radiated. It radiates you, and it's like, no, wait, I'm just okay. All right, so uh, um, my tiny ship's stuck in the well. Could you not? Okay, no, you're mounting too. All right, I'll just go to your neighbors. I did like uh, vi- visually and conceptually when um, early in the film, when there's the thunderstorm after it had landed, oh, and they go outside and the lightnings. It's just, just attracting all that energy. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's cool. It's just like. <laughs> not only absorbing lightning it's gonna pull all the lightning to it oh yeah and, suck it I actually... and then it was doing weird stuff with electronics which it also not really sure what was happening there where it like turned on ward's car then turned it off and his radio came on and different things yeah it, it also to... killed and ate the battery of uh nathan's car right. after getting back from the hospital and stuff I was like thinking that maybe what it's doing at those points is like sucking out it their energy just eating energy it's eating electricity kind of like it had with the thunderstorm um how it gets benny is super fucked because like it mimics his dogs 
like mm-hmm. mark mm-hmm. as he starts climbing down the well and then it just immediately opens up like a like a venus flytrap just goes like and then it just engulfs him with light and just right. yeah and just that's all we get yeah he just gets he's like, in the well that uh, my whole family is here except for benny he's in the well now yeah um yeah i didn't get the significance of the compass either uh it, the grandpa's you know, compass they don't they don't really bring that he up he finds at the end and then we see him again with it at the dam right yeah i don't i'm not a hundred percent sure i think for ward it's just like a a totem of what happened that night but for like lavinia and benny it's like they find relics of their grandfather on the property and they kind of argue on who gets them because it's like benny has the right. goggles and then Lavinia's got the Which compass. Which he flips down right before he gets he gets blasted into space. Totally. Or into color or whatever I was hoping, that happens. But I guess, I don't know. Burned up. I was like, cool. Alright, done. But what? I thought maybe something when he flipped his it? goggles down exactly. Was I was like, oh, oh no, that we're going to get something. Besides, he, he got to and... see the, the light tentacles a little bit clearer. It looked like heading towards yeah. him once he put those on, but that was about it. I would have loved to have. Oh, that would have been a really great twist in the fact of like if you could, can diffuse the color that you're seeing. It's like. Um, blurple. Blurple. It's blurple. Oh, you mean blurple? It <laughs> it's like kind of like from beyond, like another H.P. Lovecraft thing, like from from beyond, where it's like you see these creatures because they're at a different, or you don't see different creatures because they're at a, like a different harmonic level than you are. So, but this machine balances mm. it out, and you see these creatures. It'd be really funny if there was an optical version of that, where it's like it emits yeah, this light the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when it puts you, on all. It's like putting on a. It's like Cyclops putting on his like thermal glasses. Yeah. glasses. What are they? The night vision? so we can see infrared. Infrared. Yeah, because that's like oh, a light yeah. that totally. color we can't see. If you had a thing that allowed you to see UV, there's all sorts of lights we can't see. I was thinking like kind of reverse Cyclopsy. It's like a visor that like filters out the color blurple, so you don't see blurple, so mm. you're safe from seeing them. Sure. Like if you wear blue tinted glasses and then take them off, everything's yellow. Something, Something like, that. like that. Like if you were to, like, you know, you know purple glasses. Well, you need is 3D glasses because it's blue and red on each side. It's, you just close one. It's, That's it's, the answer. It's blurp just... and herbal. Blurple. Blurp and herbal. Blurple. Blurple. I mean, I think that's what after it burned everything out, the color out of space was like, I knew that. (laughs) Good one, Sam. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to speak to craftsmanship, special effects, cinematography, we've been talking about it all throughout. I think those are sound design, not only in the phone calls, but just Mm -hmm. the way it built layers of sound on top of each other to ratchet up that intensity and anxiety was phenomenal. The cutting, the the framing, everything. Big fan of the way this movie was made by the people that made it. Mm -hmm. Except for the the one guy. Except for that guy. guy. Um, Do you have guys anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, I mean, honestly, with the visual effects and stuff like that, I think it was um, it was well done where it was intense, but it wasn't overwhelming. As in, like, mm-hmm. it easily could have been way too much. And it was 
just enough way too much if that makes sense because it still felt overwhelming and i felt like dread just like the characters should feel but it wasn't like a overly visual bombardment just right just right makes sense just right all right well then i think that is a great place to take us into a break and we're back thank you so much for bearing with us through that second if half (laughs) second that you got to hear the little bump bump and now we're back (laughs) We're going to come back into our final 12, bringing back six and six again, so we can finish you off tonight. All right, six again, the mutation. First question, would we survive? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to put this at a maybe because I don't understand what yes how you survive. Yeah, My, My answer was no, dot, dot, dot. But why did Warf Phillips survive? Like, why was he allowed <laughs> to? Because he didn't drink the water because he was drinking bottled water. Oh, that's true. Because he wasn't really. He was very man. adamant about that. He wasn't really infected by. Wow. That's actually a really good point. I guess it has to infect you before it can get you. Was the sheriff it's... drinking this water? What happened to him? Do he know? just got treed. And that was just unfortunate <gasps> well, they're, circumstance well, they're... of going under a <laughs> right. tree. Well, no, they were talking about how this contamination is in like the actual like reservoir. Like it's in the water system at this point. Right. And all the townspeople were drinking it naturally. Yeah. yeah. So I guess right. they would all but be they susceptible But they were drinking specifically from the well was a whole thing. I don't know. But like I would say the sheriff got got by the tree just like they could have got shot by Nathan, but did the tree yeah. Uh, yeah i guess why nobody why nobody got warded <laughs> i would say we would survive if we yeah, left that, that was my thing so if ward phillips can survive then i think we could too so it's not a hard yeah right. definitely not yeah no i would say if we if we warded it up yes if we left yes uh but i th- i don't know like a f- squaring up against this thing would be you'd be nuked yeah i guess my totally i guess my big thing is well except for the fact that ward does it and he's fine so i guess my big problem is i still don't understand the rules totally yeah Um, i think you have to but again i feel like if this fool can do it i can do it but obviously it is very deadly and i could easily die too so who knows well (laughs) well, maybe we'll we'll explore a little bit more once we get to a another later six question yeah 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 so Maybe we're putting this maybe. one in the maybe. Would we survive it? Did anything pull you out of the movie? Um, the only thing that did would just be like the sometimes that I had, like where I'm like, "What are the rules here?" I know it's cosmic, right. and we're not meant to truly understand, but it seems like exactly no. That would you know be those mine. little things. Yeah, uh, I, I would say uh, the rewatch reaction to the alpaca monster and the. Uh, <laughs> yeah the the ending especially the first time the second time i'm like i don't care i like this but the first Mm -hmm. time i'm like what so what the fuck like why why did this happen what like he didn't have to defeat it it just burned itself out like um so that right added more to my questions and um even talking about it tonight i think i have even more questions than i did before (laughs) yeah but i'm not i think i'm okay with that too normally i'm like or sometimes that can turn me off but that's not the case either. yeah I, honestly the only thing that really 
pulled me out, but I guess not in a bad way. It was just some of the Nicholas Cage-isms by Nicholas in this movie was like... Oh, for sure. Like, I had the same note. It, but was, it, like, it pulled, it me, pulled out, me in. But not in a bad, bad way. way. Yeah. Exactly. I think, <laughs> it pulled me out and pulled me in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, pulled it, me off, I think at this point... In, oh, that's There it. we go. Thank you. Uh, I pulled us all off, pulled I us think. Every, pulled it all off. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think at this point, pinnacle of his career and moving forward, it's something you kind of just expect. And like mm-hmm. it's it, it just adds a different garnish to the meal. It doesn't mean that it's like bad in any way. Where it's like okay, he's, he's yeah, free at least a, once. I mean, it was an unhinged cage, which is what we want, but in this just weird new way, in my opinion, with the the voice changes aspect, mm-hmm. really added something different to the unhinged cosmic. Like you talking tell- almost kind of like Nick Cage normally, then he just when he got upset about something, mm-hmm. a weird new accent yeah, came out. Switch coming, you'd be like, oh, okay, right. so Ooh. something's not cool is about to happen. Uh, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, so Don't feed of- your mother. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tone or vibe did it have i mean uh tough i i got a sense of uh, for me the tone Wood, woodsy would you earthy uh i mean besides it's like definite like cosmic out there kind of tone i also got this really cool tone of unraveling like the movie unravels yeah. Oh, yeah. and not in like but in a good way as in like that's how the, the just the whole point of the narrative and mm-hmm. like i think how it's like the c- cinematography and everything where it's like <laughs> not like unravels where it just goes downhill yeah exa- exactly, <laughs> exactly like it's unraveling but on purpose it's just got shitty the worst it was just so fucking weird yeah no like that it, and i love it yeah i love how it unraveled like that isolation that would be a better it, word for what i was trying to say before they're uh, isolated cut off yeah i would say definitely this is an ominous movie ominous and something i i don't know what to say about the color but like it's not like like out of space but it is it Mm -hmm. it it does add to the vibe it's almost psychedelic but it's not yeah yeah and it did it in the right way considering the premise of it is like this color that also makes you feel hot yeah, it makes you feel hot. It makes you smell things that aren't there. Well, I think that has to do with the time looping thing because it's it's looping his mind into being in the time when he was with his father, as he explains, being in um, mm. death. Because he says it later on. It's, it's like, like one that, small smell of death like that cancer. reminds me. You know what that is. Sm- yeah. like, oh, yes. D- disinfectant and like mm-hmm. um, disinfectant all that stuff or any yeah. time that he's been in the hospital i think that's the, the, the that thing playing with it okay i know that we exactly I know, it smells I know like we, somebody burned a dog you don't smell oh, yes so, all right so mm, i'm not to jump back into one of the scenes that entire scene where jump he back. he goes back to the way he brings up her cancer while she's holding it's so unnerving because both of them are fucking batshit crazy at this point and there's that mm-hmm. poor fucking kid who's just in his mom's arms being like just as defenseless as you possibly can you're like you're surrounded by lunatics he's crazy as well well, don't forget he's He's been like presumably talking to the creature and there's that point where ward walks up he's like what are you doing he's like i'm playing with my friends and it's just a field (laughs) okay well don't drink the water (laughs) and then ward walks away and the kid starts laughing so he's definitely already gone yeah yeah around everyone eerie eerie is anything about this movie unusual for the genre i said not 
really if it's like especially no. when you call it cosmic it, yeah you can really go anywhere within that genre totally. and be like yeah it's playing within cosmic horror yeah like this has yeah. the, it, it does have that like nihilistic kind of like the, the like i don't know chaotic cosmos that you would expect from a really weird cosmic movie i guess right yeah yeah it seems it seems to fit the, its genre well perfect uh message to the movie i mean i think there's a few things we don't know shit about anything including space i mean yeah if you want to look at the very like lovecraftian theme to it yeah it's like unknowing yeah that was my favorite part where it's like he's just like the, the fear of the unknown or like the um the unspeakable unfathomable horrors of like just a happenstance which is mostly everything mm-hmm. Or like this thing just careened into the earth and it just happened to be here and it just decided to like for no like chaotic and uh unplanned like the universe yeah i feel like there's some family stuff in there but i don't know what it is it's yeah <laughs> yeah um like communication every... is key well yeah. it, but then and then they're like no we're sticking together like when they're all burning up you know that, that's what lavinia says right before oh she yeah up, i think well family um, does yeah. matter family i don't know they found some corona family and... matters <laughs> <laughs> did i do that <laughs> <laughs> nice good Chef callback Fitz. that was all there intentional wasn't it it was fantastic um yeah no i think that's uh right i mean there's other messages <laughs> you could get out yeah. of it little things here environmental any? things cautionary tales don't fuck with things you don't understand like if i don't know mm. a weird glowing meteor shows up yeah run the other way <laughs> uh, <laughs> any of that if you really want to look into it but i think like what you said the unknowable especially unknowing like happenstance of everything like something again playing with the family but what is it like yes we all have like these little things that i guess if you pulled at this thread of something it could oh really sure that's unravel yeah, like mm-hmm. that much more the the, the, the but, color was actually addiction uh, and how that can affect an entire part family. Of happy family message message uh setting you're familiar with i said nah bra this got nah bra from me no yeah <laughs> not really uh, yeah yeah. I, I don't know. My my folks live on a fourteen acre farm, and I used to live on a farm, but not 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 that cosmic and not, not with alpacas. Alien farm? <laughs> no, 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 no alpacas, no, alpacas yeah. no squatters. I mean, I feel like I've actually got really I've like seen like such a wooded farm either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no like space for agriculture <laughs> for farming. <laughs> <laughs> right. But what was really interesting is it. It was interesting hearing you said it was filmed in Portugal because to me it felt like sort of this weird Pacific Northwest thing, but set in like a New England type place, but it's filmed in the woods of Portugal, which makes sense of why it kind of feels familiar and like other things, but Doesn't. still out of place. Uh-huh. Um, well, I liked that aspect of it. But no, yeah, it uh, didn't remind me of anywhere I've ever been before. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. All right, six returns, the descent. Villain level, one through ten. Um, Ten. This one's tough. It's ten for me. I mean, I I, gave it a ten. Yeah. But it seems like I'm just like still like 
wibbly wobbly on a few things to it but i tried to break this down uh, to do two categories Ooh. like Ooh. what is its power and what is its like I called it design for a lack of better term, but like, what is that lasting impact of what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So its power seemingly is pretty fucking powerful. Yeah. Based mm-hmm. on what it can do. But like, how much is that? It's not world ending though. Yeah, Apparently yet. not. Yeah. Like neighborhood ending. Well, it's not, I mean. What do you mean? Like, don't, what do you mean yet? It why? seemed like it was over, except for a bug at the end. And what does that do? Like, I don't know. Is I think it's it going to burn out another neighborhood. I think it insinuated <laughs> that this thing is like it's the microscopic, I guess, but it infiltrated and completely polluted the uh, water tap like system. So by the end of the movie, right, it's but still. It, why but, has it, but so it hasn't ends? done anything. Nothing's happened. What if it turned to a giant The guy's cloud? just like, I, I'll never drink the water, but presumably other people it's are fine. drinking yeah, the water. It's, and it's fine. Like, clearly it's this is been 25 later, years or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. I wonder if it could just like create cosmic problems. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you get infected with like it. Like little blips can pop yes. up. Yes. Little cosmic blips. Yeah. And then it just like poofs out of existence. That that That's a fun little, like, I like that. Like little mini black holes. Pop in, like hopefully, like you're not within that zone. Here we go. Okay, um, that bring bring that up. I would say nine. Sequel. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I, I I might go ten, but as of tonight, as we're recording this, it's a nine. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with that at this point because of the what? iconography part of it. Actually, yeah. even though I, it is not world ending, it's still powerful enough to get a five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so inescapable I, I, if you're there. So that's the big point. True. Unless you're Ward. But, but it, unless you're Ward. Yeah, again, don't really get it, but that's okay. I gave it a 5 for power and a 5 for its design, which was a 10. But yeah, I, I, I could scale that back to a 4 mm-hmm. and give it a 9. I don't know. I'm th- This 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 one's weird okay, I'm kinda because of you. those I rules. Go, you know I could I mean? go 10 as well. Yeah. It, that's the unknowing of it, right? Sure, I'll give it the ten. I'll let it have it. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's, <laughs> it's a, a ten, bro. It's ten, bro. <laughs> and you're saying ten too? Bro? Yeah, I would say ten. I'm just because I put myself in the situation with the creature, and I think totally. like that is just like there's really no escaping that unless you ward it off, like our friend Ward did. Exactly. Hey. Unless you don't drink the water. Yeah. And run into a wine cellar. All right. So does this deserve a sequel? Should there be a sequel? I said deserve. Sure. It was a great movie. Does it need to be one? No. Until now. It is 25 years later. And then we have learned that there's like these little blips that will pop up. And it only Mm -hmm. affects. Like randomly within this town. And it only affects. It's actually a a mini series. Each one's a like bottle episode. You know, it's an anthology series. And it's learning how to detect the blips. And like you get like some sort of alert, like there's like there's got to be like an alarm system so that you yeah. know, like that when you know people are there. going through it's, an it's area just how and you're society like, learns to live with it. Incoming blip. Yes. At the corner of fourth and fifth. Oh my god. Oh, just like if you're in the zone, it can detect like can the, the I don't know, like particles picking oh up in god. the area how, or something. How nutty would it be if it was like? It detects the color. <laughs> it detect- Ooh, that's blurple. a blurple. If blurple shows up anywhere, there's it sensors just all around the, in the town. Blurple what sensors, if there was like, yeah. okay, within that 25 years, blurple right? Cameras. They tested the water and then like there's none of that contaminant anymore, but then these blips start happening. So anybody that drank water within that 25 year span can be affected by these blips and like get blipped out of oblivion. Blipped out of oblivion. Blipped on Goose Street. 
Oblivion. 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 Ugh, that sounds like some horrible time loop where you're stuck with Blippi. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. Blippi's great. For all the parents out there. That, uh, that would be the shit. I'd love it. All right, well, I want to wish that on my worst enemy. No, I wouldn't do that. I know. He pooped on people. And I and I really don't willingly? Like my worst enemy. Yes, he will. He willingly pooped on people. Oh, that, well, I'm sure I don't he even did. care about that. <laughs> did the other only... people accept that? Yes, love... they did. God, so I love the fact that your hatred yeah, for this runs so deep that he, the fact that he physically shadowed people is irrelevant to you hating him. I think it that totally is. I, I love mean, that. My son doesn't know about that, but of tv shows that are on for kids that's the only one that makes me want to like drill my brain out (laughs) (laughs) we'll continue this conversation at the patreon after dark (laughs) all right so would you want to buy this soundtrack or score on vine absolutely would want to get this you would yeah (laughs) right i said uh, sure on this one i think like in the, i think this would be in a sense like i would listen to this if it's on i don't think so somewhere i to give it a listen i don't know if i would buy it i'd listen to it first to see if it was interesting it, it's too much like uh building anxiety for me mm. for to want to listen to it outside of it there's only like one time i can think where i was like that's kind of cool but mm. everything else is like that's just gonna make me be like is something about to happen? Am I okay? Like, just, I don't know. I don't know how I, I do gotta, this. What's happening? I like, I like <laughs> to live. I like to live on the edge. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always like I'm to live like something's about to happen. Fuck. Sounds terrible. You got a sound drop. That for is that. how I live my life, and nothing is ha- about to happen. <laughs> but I think it is. <laughs> well, exactly. I don't need that. Like. <laughs> Or like, if you want to know what I'm it's like in my doing, head what am at I supposed all to be normal doing times, right now? I'm supposed listen to, be doing to the soundtrack. What is that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good representation of my mind. Is there anything action figure worthy? I said hell yeah. Uh, uh, Alpaca King, full of it. Alpaca King cool. would be like the number one for me. All right, Ross. Of course. <laughs> How is it interactive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. No. Okay. The interactive one would be the mom kid fusion one, and it's a pull string one. And every time you pull the string, it just goes. <laughs> okay. It turtles. It turtles. I don't know if I, turtles. I actually, I don't know if it is action worthy for me. I'm not sure there's anything I want from this movie. The only one, the one I thought would be really cool, would be again. I always figure I picture it in statuesque oh, form. The daughter final form. Yes, exactly. Oh, Lavinia, yeah. Lavinia. 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 That mm-hmm. would be. Cool. I would have. See, now that would be more towards murder. Or... Maybe old Ward Phillips. What <laughs> <laughs> old Ward Phillips? <laughs> I want damn Ward Phillips. <laughs> God, no, I would do like a. Uh, I got the deluxe set. <laughs> it's full damn. That's so good. That's so good. If we drain it, you'll see where everything was. Oh you my can put water in there. <laughs> <laughs> or I would do. I would do like the. I weird, keep it on my water table. I would actually have like a weird mummified zombie-looking Ezra in his like buddha pose at the end oh that is a cool looking image yeah yeah and the interaction there would be he'd have his memorex tapes or whatever it is oh my god that you could play and that was used very well i loved how it played with this timing of it where it sped up and slowed Slowed down. down yeah yes for sure definitely agree what merger prop do you want for the film 
Again, going back to, I, I took a shower blob. Shower blob would be great. <laughs> I love shower blob. I love a little, little shower blob. Um, I would have a well-shaped nightlight that just had blurple, so it just shot light up. That's in the cool. Sun. Yeah. Oh, that is a great. I have like little yeah. things coming yes. out of it. Little. I want that as well, Ross. White chemicals. <laughs> I'll take one of those too. Thank you. Um, I might, I might have to make one. A little bit. Oh, dude, I gotta make. I have to make one now. <laughs> I want a, a color out of inflatable color out of like, space. You know, like the light. tube guy. Oh yes, flails around. We've, but I want it to be the well. My son's favorite thing. Whenever he sees a blurple a guy. inflatable arm flailing tube man. He <laughs> loves those things. Yeah, and but it's gonna like, be blurple. I live in a blurple. wacky inflatable arm flailing tube house, and I out on a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube street. If you didn't know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like a yarn inflatable color out of space light. That'll be at the premiere. That should have been at Soul. the premiere. <laughs> I want one of those. Yeah, instead of a spotlight, that's what they have. And then you go to the premiere of color out of space, and it's a bunch of these. Very <laughs> cool. watch. <laughs> I want uh, that first flower we see where when oh. he asks his wife, is she planted flowers? Oh, yeah. And she's like, no, it must be perennial. Because even that, um, it's probably a real flower because everything else is real. But mm-hmm. it's gross. But uh, it looks alien in a way. and It does. Yeah. I think it's cool looking. I'd like to have it. <laughs> awesome. All right, so what are we throwing or what are we doing or yelling at the midnight showing? Okay, I don't know the logistics of this, but the entire alpaca milk scene is hilarious to me. And I would love to cheers with my own. You know, like in school where you got like the little thing of milk? Oh, a little carton of milk. carton of milk. So like when he goes, you want some milk? Everyone raises their own carton and then just takes a sip of milk with Nicolas Cage as a toast. Okay, that's good. I, I don't had have nothing one. really. Yeah, I, I don't this know didn't why. Didn't seem like so a get together trouble. in the theater and like but, hang out. Remember, it, this is like in the small room. Yeah, but regardless of that, <laughs> even pretending it is, I couldn't think of anything. Right. Like, yeah. I just struggled. So I thanks, think, Ross. No problem. The only other <laughs> one that I had, which would be just it, when Benny's first introduced smoking weed, is that just people throw fake doobies at the screen. When he just everybody takes a toke, man. man. Yeah. Well, this is something that they can do when the the four tickets become available for the small room. Oh yes, Shuttle Fest. Shuttle Fest. See this one. You'll There's only suppl- four tickets available. You'll be for supplied it. your own milk. Oh, I got I got some everything. Buddy could yell out. That'd be fun. Um, four people. When uh, <laughs> <laughs> only four people. <laughs> all four of us would yell when he's like, after he tells her to fuck off and he's like better yet I'll fuck off and he walks away and we see him walking away <laughs> everybody yells I'm fucking off now <laughs> that's Perfect. good I like that awesome great that's better than anything I have which is nothing now it's time to pull out our I don't know interdimensional cosmic creatures Chainsaws. melted hands yeah Melted hands and rip off some fingers because we're going to use uh, our chettle scale to go ahead and rate this film in. And I want to go ahead and jump over to our HP Lovecraftian expert himself oh. first. Rosticle. Give us that Rosticle. Okay. So engaging. Rosticle. Uh, this is going to get a one. I was engaged the entire film, even when it was confusingly time warpy. 
Um, which leads into Sticky, because this movie made me have lots of questions and like stuck with me after watching it. Particularly, like I think we definitely touched on it. Like the like, what are the rules of this thing? Like, where did it go? Is it around? Is it not? Yeah. And like, it was again open ended questions that didn't make me frustrated. It just wanted I, I wanted to watch it again or anything related to it. Like, I wasn't like pissed. Mm-hmm that I had these questions. I was just like, oh man, what if it was like this? Or I don't know. It just made me ask more the questions. The less you understand it, the more you understand it. <laughs> exactly. Um, t-shirtable. Hell yes. So this is that is... a one on sticky? <laughs> that's a one on sticky. Yeah, that's a one on sticky. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, t-shirtable is definitely a one. Um, I have a, I have a t- blob tie-dye shirt that easily could have color out of space on the front of it because it's just blurple so like it's uh mm. i could see this nice. i could see like really awesome psychedelic t-shirts being made from some of the imagery in this movie yeah agreed. this works very well with the current wave of tie-dye yes horror shirts 100 percent um get it out there one of you <laughs> oh shuttle drip clothing company oh that's us don't do it coming. um cockles is going to get a one from me um this is lovecraft i love the story i love the fucking like yeah. and what they did with it it's just fucking wild the practical effects yeah, it's just in every full drainage of the cockles uh re <laughs> rewatchable um i i was oh man you were gonna hate me i was gonna go like three quarters of a, of a one which is not a thing i'm gonna just do no, one i would rewatch like it's lovecraft man like i default like anything i'll watch the the best lovecraft yeah why do you think we'll hate you for that <laughs> <laughs> i think because we made a joke a really long time ago about fractions so it's like instead of a 0.5 mm. doing a 0.75 where it's like it's almost a full one rewatchable but yeah um, I think we've allowed a guest to do that. Yeah, no, we can't let we can't, not you. No, that would be, <laughs> we own not, that you. would be lunacy. That would be lunacy. No, this is gonna get a. It's in our contract. This is gonna get a. <laughs> yeah, because I'd rather go over than under on a Lovecraft one. So I'd rather go sure. over. This is just gonna get a five for me. Full five. Full five, man. Like, Sweetly. I would Sweetly. say uh, the only thing would be with rewatchable. I, it defaults to one to me because I watch Lovecraft shit all the time. I would say under normal circumstances, it is a trippy movie. And like this wouldn't be like I'm gonna watch this 15 times in a row kind of movie. Like this would be like marinate on it and then re- normally when you give something a one, it's a movie you'd watch 15, 15 times, times in a row. row. Which I mean, like this one, I'm only up to like five. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> that makes know. sense. <laughs> makes sense. Perfect. All right, Sammy Pooh, what are you gonna oh, Sammy do? Do <laughs> Sammy lives what in the well do? now. Sammy Pooh. Sam lives in the well now. Uh, Sammy Pooh is going to do do his engaging finger. How much of it's he cutting off? Full one. Absolutely engaged both times. Really engaging. There's something just striking about this movie that I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Which brings me to Sticky. I'm going to say it's probably a .5 on Sticky. Um, because I think mostly what I'll remember about it is I liked the way it looked and the vibe more than I'm going to remember these questions I have about how the entity worked. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just so cool looking, which brings us to T-Shirtable. Full finger there, absolutely. It just looks too cool. It, I like it enough that I would wear it on a shirt. Right. There's so many different 
designs you could go with. There was one image that we only see for a second that really struck me where you see it really well when uh, Nick Cage comes to the barn to kill the alpacas and he swings the door open and he's standing there with a shotgun. And for a second, we get a full silhouette perfectly framed of him holding the shotgun with these like bright blurple trees behind him, mm. um, which Ooh. I was like, that's a fucking color out of space shirt. Uh, so full finger there cockles rocked my cockles my cockles were rock hard till they emptied out and became fully drained in which case i had one full cockle (laughs) and uh, because again it just did it for Mm -hmm. me there's just something about the look the psychedelic nature of it all of that i'm here for it um and then rewatchability i think because it doesn't have that uh watch 15 times in a row thing and has the only five times in a row it's going half a finger there uh which gives me a four total which Mm -hmm. great score that's what i thought it would be in my heart going in good and that's where it came great love to hear it now that leaves it over to me i'll start us off with engaging and i'm going to echo a lot of your both are saying here i'm going to give that one a full one i thought that was very engaged throughout the whole thing loved what i was seeing Definitely had a feel that I was on board with, and and we love the color blurple and any kind of yeah. tone, hue, saturation sort of, of a that blurple pod. I think. Yeah, exactly. I know we use a lot of green, but blurple. Yeah, is we're where... gonna need to head in the blurple direction. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, rebranding colors, blurple. Yeah. I'm on board. It's like we're going. Board for board. It's, like, it's like we're going from Ghostbusters one to Ghostbusters two. Like we need that. Not a lot of people will be there for it, but yeah, the <laughs> yeah. go from green slime to pink blurple slime. Yeah, and speaking of slime, sticky. I agree. Point uh, five in the aspect that kind of what Sam said as well. There's a lot of like imagery that I'll remember with, and kind of overall themes and just what was happening. But those questions about the creature le- do leave me more like that's not something that's going to stick with me that I care to solve because i don't right. think there's an actual answer if you go back and look in the movie mm-hmm. i think i it's think a the little answer bit is of... that you don't yeah it's unanswerable exactly. yeah and even like the little like if we want to call them plot hole type things it's again mm-hmm. it, it'll just it would the answer would be it's unanswerable you can write it we into didn't that. really you think about it was written it. Yeah. in mm-hmm. exactly excusable so that's one that's just going to get the point five for me t-shirtable full one for sure i mean mm-hmm. echo the same thing fucking beautiful imagery we love the blurple and we're gonna make the tie-dye of it just wait it's coming do you have a shirt in so, mind no but just, anything oh, i mean i just thought of one if we get Teresa on the front all messed up but then a back print it's like what were those shirts when we were kids it'd be like an alien on the front and it looked like he was fine and on the back he was like doing graffiti yes or something. yeah oh god yeah i used to have one of those i probably still have it yeah uh, that was awesome Just do we're gonna do, yeah oh that's perfect see you guys are designing all the perfect ones i'll take any one of those that'll be coming soon uh cockles uh full one as well this had nick cage rocking my cockles and milking them hard just like an alpaca so they're drained gone full one (laughs) and rewatchable i'm i'm echoing sam on this one full across rewatchable gets the point five again i could see myself visiting it just to experience the the coolness i like of it Mm -hmm. even though it is kind of a dreadful sad overtone of the whole film but i do think it was ultimately 
rewatchable to that half half extent. Not something mm-hmm. I'm throwing on multiple times. Yeah, You're not throwing sure. it on for background, but it you'll definitely return to it. For sure. So again, that gives it another four, and that is a great score for me. And I feel like that works as well. So as we finish up tonight's episode, we're going to close out with our final two questions. First, does Color Out of Space belong in the Chuddle Club crypt to qualify? It needs to have four fingers average. Does it make it in? What's the average? It sure does with a 4.3 repeating. (laughs) 4.3 repeating, just like the endlessness of the vastness of the cosmos. How appropriate. Exactly. It's on on game, on point, on theme, on brand. Rating out of space. The rating out of space. Rating out of space. That's the sequel. All right. One more question. Would you rather? Would you rather witness the alien presence from color outer space and have complete knowledge of the universe, but be unable to communicate to anyone else or just remain in your current state of knowledge and perception and live a happy, normal life? (laughs) So would you like to know everything in the universe by like experiencing, I don't know, some mind meld with this creature and what it knows, but not be able to tell anyone or just go about not knowing and just being happy. In life. I, I I would take it. Honestly, you take it. I would, mm-hmm. I, I would just, uh, I'd be okay. Cause I feel like the human mind wouldn't be capable of the, 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 the vastness of the cosmos. I feel like just having all of that knowledge alone would make you go insane. At the, at I the, could handle it. The, <laughs> I think Sam could handle it. He's a big boy. He doesn't get scared. Yeah, I'm not, I'm pretty he's much a real not cool scared, kid. So. Yeah. Uh, super cool. Super cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, pass. it sounds bizarre, but I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I ultimately, I think I'm gonna stay in my current state of knowledge and perception. But it says you know you'll be able to live a normal, happy life. So presumably things are going to be great i'll be living a normal happy happy life life. sure i just feel like i get to a certain point where you're with the knowledge uh that you gain that you hit a point of like zen zenity or who knows maybe you you... might be very zen like Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know fuck it you know what i'm gonna go with you sam i don't know if i can handle it i'm not a big boy i get skewed I don't know if I'm cool, <laughs> God, or, but I'm gonna well, get that knowledge. Fuck it, let's do it. If you guys are gonna fuck do it, it, I'll go to the loony bin. Oh, are we all going to the loony bin to together? Loony bin together, bro. Yes, let's do it. But we can't tell each it. other we all know this knowledge. Oh my God. No, we'd be able to know because we like we can't talk we'd about have it. To know, but right? our facial expressions with each other, we could probably Just can... sort of a knowing look. Yeah, the... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it would give us all sorts of insights. So we'd be in public somewhere and see something happen. Nobody would pick up on it. And we'd all look at each other and be like, yeah, we know because we, we know the cosmos. We knew that was going to happen. It says you have complete knowledge of the universe, but be unable to communicate it to anyone else. So it's like we would know each other's sure. knows, but we couldn't be like telling each other. We, yeah, I know the cure like, to I know cancer, you know. but I can't tell you. <laughs> Yeah, right. it's a lot of side glances. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of, of jimming the camera. Wait, we can't exactly. tell people, Heavy jimmy. but can we show people? Oh. I will show you. <laughs> that sounds very like <laughs> like Lavinia did to Ward. Do you see? Mm-hmm. All right. 
that is it for us tonight. We would definitely want to know the answer to all of these questions and what you feel about them. Best way to do that, jump into the Discord. But you know what? Jump onto our Instagram. Just comment on any of our posts. That definitely helps us out, but that's another way to get at us mm -hmm. too if you don't feel like getting in the Discord. We're available there. We're on email. We're <laughs> in Facebook land now. You can check us out on Facebook. We're, we're, mm -hmm. we're starting that up and everything. Just uh, all these different ways get at us we want to hear from you um that's Rate, review tell your friends exactly don't forget all the places Rate, review tell your friends you want to bring emojis back <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that does it for the chuddle club movie meeting tonight i wanted to say that part meeting's over meeting's adjourned. Over. meeting done. adjourned uh i was this an official meeting we didn't have a nobody, roll call uh, nobody took notes oh, did they do we need to start doing that well, we kind of did, but then we mixed it. We roll called the coven, and then we're like, no more roll calling the coven. <laughs> <laughs> takes All right. too long. It takes too long. We just want to get into the movie for you guys. All right. Get at us. We love you. And until next time. Nothing has been fucking this place up. Why are you so in denial? Okay, you know, I've had it with your drama, Lavinia. So do me a favor and get the fuck out of my sight. Okay. No, no, actually, I'll save you the trouble and get the fuck out of yours!